Welcome to the Lisa Wexler Show podcast. Think of it like a magazine or a box of chocolates. You never know what you'll get. From politics to pop culture, healthcare to legal issues, it's all here. And my behind-the-wheel chats are personal observations created especially for you on podcast only. Enjoy. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. To the death. No. To the pain. I don't think I'm quite familiar with that phrase. <laughs> I'll explain. And I'll use small words so that you'll be sure to understand, you warthog-faced buffoon. That may be the first time in my life a man has dared insult me. That was such a teeny little clip of such a fantastically funny, fabulous movie. <laughs> Chris Sarandon, I'm sure you've heard that clip a thousand times, but thank you for your performance in A Princess Bride. It was well, so great. thank you, Lisa. It was such a, a, a wonderful experience that uh, it, it's hard to uh, accept thanks for it when I was rewarded so much just for the, the actual uh, making of the movie. But then, you know, its, uh, it's legacy has continued for, you know, the, I, I, I don't want to say how many years, but at any rate, it's been, it's been a long time, and it, it was uh, an extraordinary time in my life, and it continues to be. Well, what did you – I'm just curious because, you know, you see lines on a page, but you created a character that was a lot more than the lines on the page. Were you directed to make the character the way that it was, or was that your creativity that made the character? Well, very often, and when you talk about the lines on the page, uh, we had, first of all, a script from the great, great William Goldman, Mm. uh, who is uh, in Hollywood history considered one of the great screenwriters in all of uh, Hollywood, and, uh, you know, who wrote uh, Marathon Man, Butch Cassidy and the Sundance Kid, a number of Academy Awards for his screenplays. And this was a passion project project of Bill Goldman's from the time uh, he approached his daughters to say, I want to write something. What what do you want me to write? And one of them said, about a princess. And the other one said, about a bride. And it became uh, something that was so important to Bill as he was writing it that literally when Wesley died in the script, that is when he was writing it, he remembers walking into his bathroom and weeping. (gasps) uh, and it, it became uh, more of a of a, uh, a a what a totemic moment in his life when he met Rob Reiner, and they re- realized that this was something that they both had not only a passion for, but that Rob had the right approach for it. 
And so I have to credit Rob Reiner. I have to credit Bill Goldman. And uh, also when I auditioned, when I finished my audition uh, in a very serious scene, uh, Rob burst out laughing. And I thought, oh, I get it, that comedy is serious business. <laughs> and and that's essentially the approach that we all took. And so I think that everybody was kind of primed and ready to go. I, I, I also have to give Rob credit for uh, extraordinary casting. Unbelievable casting. Yeah. yeah Unbelievable. That, I know. And wasn't that the debut of – of Robin Wright, was that her name at the time? Yes, it, Robin. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. That was, I mean, yeah. Her I first big that. movie, by the her way, she was on movie. a soap opera, and uh, she took uh, time off from the soap and had to add time to her contract in order to do the movie, and never done a, a feature motion picture, I don't think. So it was an extraordinary debut, obviously. Obviously, and it was, oh, yeah, it was such a great movie. It was so creative, but but your role in particular was done with such sort of sardonic humor. It really just. It just popped out. It just elevated it. Thank you very much. I, I, again, give credit. A lot of it's in the writing. But uh, I'll give myself credit, too. Thank you. (laughs) You're welcome. You're welcome. So I was reading, we're chatting with Chris Sarandon. I was reading that you were born in a very poor circumstance in West Virginia. Well, yeah, I I wasn't in in a poor circumstance. My father owned a restaurant in the town, but he was an immigrant who came to this country with nothing and uh, uh, established this restaurant in in a small coal mining town in West Virginia, yes. And and you're Greek, so, of course, food and restaurants and Greeks, and I won't go to a diner unless I can certify it's been owned by a Greek. I mean, forget about it. (laughs) Good for you. So, I mean, yeah, you come from a heritage that makes the best food there is. That's my favorite food. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. And I and I worked in the restaurant from the time I was nine years old, which w- sort of precipitated, you know, I had a, uh, I, as many of us who are actors uh, uh, were, I was languishing during the pandemic because nobody was working. And my dear brother-in-law said to me, why don't you do a podcast? And I thought, well, w- what do I do? And he said, come on, come on. You know, whenever you come here, you cook. We live, they live in L.A., and we obviously oh. live in Connecticut. Uh, and you, you grew up in a restaurant. You're Greek. Do it about food. And I started thinking, well, there's so many food podcasts around. What's the slant that, that's going to be close to me? And, you know, it immediately came to my mind. I grew up in a restaurant. Sure. So how about talking to people about what, what it was like for them growing up around food? Uh, what it was like around the dinner table, what their favorite meals were. Was mom a cook? Was dad a cook? If not, what were the circumstances around your food experience when you were a kid, and how does that carry over into your adult life? And the answers I get are just extraordinary. The stories that spin out, the people, the characters that come out, which is really what the podcast is about. Well, food is such a common, I mean, it's probably yeah. the most common thing. That's why I think Anthony Bourdain's No Reservations really took off because oh, absolutely. all of a sudden we were getting to know people in Vietnam through sitting down at a meal with them, and it yes. became much more than that, right? Yes, absolutely. Yeah. That's an extraordinary uh, observation, uh, which is uh, uh, such a truism, but at the same time we forget it because we take it for granted because we do it three times a day. Exactly. But we don't always do it with our families. And also um, what's important to me is about the the memory of those times when we were younger and, and what comes out of that. 
So we're chatting with Chris Sarandon. So when you were raising your kids mm-hmm. with, I'm guessing it was your second wife, right? The one that you had the three kids with, or maybe yes, you ma'am. raised them with your Correct. third. I'm not sure about your own personal yeah. life. But um, how, how much of your passion and love and skill with food did you exhibit around them in a career where you're probably traveling a lot and on sets? Like, do you think that they picked up? Your love of food when they were well, growing up. Uh, if if uh, folks get a chance to go to my podcast, which is on chrissarandon.com, all the links to the podcast. Plus, uh, we also record videos, so they're also on YouTube. Oh, I did a, a podcast with my three kids uh, because they're my grown children. Because my son, who's a graduate of the French Culinary Institute, oh my, and worked in uh, high end. New York City restaurants for a long time uh, before he moved on uh, on to another career, but still is there. Both of my daughters are brilliant cooks, uh, very creative in the kitchen. And and I think the reason is because their mom and I both included them in the kitchen kitchen rituals, not just sitting down to the meal, but also the preparation. Uh, So they all were uh, um, sort of not inundated with it, but they were infused with it with a kind of enthusiasm because kids love to help. They do. Uh, and now I do it with my grandchildren. Do you? How fun. Oh, absolutely. Oh, absolutely. When Papu, which is, you know, grandpa in Greek. I when love Papu that. Papu. What a great there. name that is, Papu. I, yeah. I have to save that name. That's a great name. <laughs> Uh, they always help me, especially making pancakes in the morning. They love to stand and, you know, break the egg yolks and and uh, uh, be part of the creative process. Yeah, totally. I'm so glad when I was – so I am I was always the one in my family that made the big Jewish holidays, you know, Rosh Hashanah ah. and Passover and yeah, all yeah, of it, yeah. and we would have 25 people. And I have one daughter and one son, my son who adores eating, not that helpful in the kitchen, but mm-hmm. my daughter – and it may sound sexist, but it's true, although I did teach my son to make chocolate chip cookies, and that was really good. But the point <laughs> is she was interested enough yeah. – so now she is a young bride herself, right? Mm-hmm. And yep. she now makes challah from scratch, which I never did. She's oh. taking everything to a new level, Chris. Mm-hmm. And so now we get to go to her house for the holidays. I'm so happy. Oh, great. I'm great. so happy. Yeah, but that, and I was going to say that must give you a great deal of satisfaction to know that she's carrying on oh. the traditions. It's that incredible. you started, and, and in my case, that my parents instilled in me right. and theirs in them. Right. Uh, so there's, a, there's a, uh, an ancestral line that occurs as well as uh, a culinary line. There is, and, and there's something about uh, – tell me in your family if it's true because we always have the same food, <laughs> okay, yeah. and the people at Certain the table – Exactly. Yeah. If they don't yeah. get the chicken soup with matzo balls, they're not coming, right? Because yeah. that's what they're coming for. Absolutely. And, and so that, you know, that sort of plays into a tradition of a family, right? Oh, absolutely. I, you know, we there are two sort of main holidays that I celebrate with my grown children and the grandchildren. Thanksgiving, mm-hmm. uh, which we do here at our house uh, in Connecticut, in which not just uh, their their children come, but also their mom, her husband, uh, their children, uh, mm. the in-laws. We had 30 people at Thanksgiving this year, yeah, and everybody cooks. 
Oh. I do the turkeys. My my uh, uh, ex-wife's husband does the carving. She brings the salad. She brings the sweet potatoes. My daughters make uh, a vegetable uh, uh, appetizers. It's a community effort. And so mm-hmm. it's interesting because one of my daughters mentioned in, in the podcast I did with them, she said, you know, it's of course it's about the food, but it's more about all of us getting together and this community uh, moving as one. Yeah. Uh, and and the feeling that we're all a family, even though it, we are a, in a sense, essentially a modern American family in that there's a divorce in the family, but the family has remained together. Yeah, that says a lot about you and your ex-wife, too. Obviously. Yes, yeah, she's yeah. a wonderful woman. And, and my wife now, Joanna Gleason, yeah. who's a, a very close friends with my ex, actually. Is that right? Yep, yeah, yeah, yeah. they're good pals. That's very cool. We're chatting with Chris Sarandon. By the way, trivia question. I'm, I'm, my audience will not be able to call in to answer unless they want to. Oh, but sure. we, your father-in-law, right, yes. was, no, was known to households around the world, oh, certainly absolutely. in this country. And when you married Joanna Gleason, was he still alive and well? Yes, yes, I knew I knew her dad, Monty Hall. Mm-hmm. We, we we can speak the name. Let's make uh, a deal. <laughs> Let's make a deal. Oh my goodness! Right. Yes, I, I knew Monty for oh at least ten or twelve years before he passed away, as well as his wife, uh, in some quick succession. And uh, my parents by then were gone, so mm-hmm. they almost became sort of surrogate parents to me, and I love them dearly. They're oh. extraordinary people. Both of them. He, yeah, he was really something in his heyday. Boy, yes. he was an and, and by the way, wow. Joanna's mom was an uh, Emmy Award-winning television producer as well. I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I don't know if you remember the uh, Golda movie that was done uh, on, on, I think it was CBS, that starring Ingrid Bergman about Golda Meir. Oh, I Mayer. do remember that movie. That, uh, Joanna's mom was the producer of that wow. and won an Emmy for it. Yeah. Wow. And, of course, Joanna Gleason, Starve into the Woods and a million other well, fantastic Well, yeah, Tony movies. Award winner. Yeah, uh, she everything. also, by the way, has a movie coming out that she wrote and directed What's called The called? Grotto, which will be coming out soon. We'll keep everybody posted about oh. that as well. So the two of you are still extremely creative. We're still humming. Mm. Yep. You know, when, as Carl Reiner said, you know, when you get up in the morning, oh, I'm still alive. I'm well, still alive. Pinch me. Oh, boy, do we, yeah. we miss him. 98, though. God bless. Oh, right? yeah. Well, and another in the line of extraordinary, extraordinary uh, uh, entertainment figures. Unbelievable. Well, Chris Sarandon, yeah. I'm so happy to get to know you. Are you going to be in theater, any place around here that we I, should be knowing about? Well, I'm not going to be in uh, doing any theater because I'm so involved in this podcast, but I do have coming up in uh, January on the 21st um, a, a live podcast uh, with Jacques Pepin. Oh, Yeah, wow. the world-famous chef who's wow. going to be – doing the podcast with me, talking about his growing up around food. And then he's also going to do a book signing of his uh, new book, The Art of the Chicken, um, (laughs) at the theater, at the Sacred Heart University uh, uh, Community Theater. Oh, that's such a fun place now. They've completely revamped it. It's so great. Oh, Yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, and uh, we'll be doing my podcast, Cooking by Heart, which is, uh, by the way, if any of your listeners are interested, they can go to chrissarandon.com. Um, and uh, all the podcast uh, uh, outlets are on there. They can just click the link, or they can go to YouTube and watch. I have I've had amazing guests. I have Ken Page, uh, who was Oogie Boogie in The Nightmare Before Christmas, one of my cast members. Uh, I did a, a fright night group 
Carol Kane is coming up. Carrie Elwes oh, is on the wow. on the on the uh, podcast. Michael Patrick King from from. Um, uh, uh, Sex, Sex and the, and the City. City, yeah, yeah, uh, uh, as well Great as uh, any number of other wonderful, yeah. wonderful guests. Ken Page was phenomenal in the all-black cast version of Guys and Dolls, by the way. Oh, yes, and, and uh, come on, you know his history. Cats. Cat. Ken was um, in the original yeah. cast of Cats. Yeah. Uh, his uh, podcast is going up next Tuesday. Oh, how exciting! All right, so I'm yeah. going to listen to all the podcasts. I'll try and get on January 21st to see Jacques Pepin with oh, you do, because that because would be so be much something. fun. Yeah. Oh, I, I'm I'm looking forward to that. I want to see the whole setup with the live podcast and the whole thing. How you're doing? Yeah, it. yeah, it's it's great, and that theater is just gorgeous. What they've done with that theater. Oh, that's fantastic. Okay, yeah. well, Chris Sarandon, fantastic. Thank you so much for coming on. You're welcome on any time. So oh, is your you, wife. Lisa. And uh, I'm so glad that you decided to chat with us today. Thank oh, you so much. Oh, thank you. Yeah, and uh, hi out to uh, hi hi to everybody out in Connecticut. I love this place. I love yeah, living too. here. Me too. Okay. Me Bye-bye. too. Thanks. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Thank you for listening. If you liked what you heard, please share it with your friends. And as always, feel free to contact me at Lisa at LisaWexler.com.